It is amazing the opportunities that you guys have to uh, stay injury free, or if you do get injured, to come back from it much better. There's ways to retain your hair, better skin, better connective tissue. Yes, you can also lose fat and you can also build muscle, but for me, you kids that are learning about this stuff, something I didn't have as a kid, peptides, they are freaking amazing. They're the hugest thing right now, but I need you guys to be smart about this and work with a company that is guaranteed to bring you the real stuff because I don't want you going on the internet and finding some fake stuff. Talk to Transcend. My link is right here for you guys to get a hold of Transcend and talk to them about the possibilities for better skin, fat loss, building muscle, retaining your hair, and so much more. That's, and this is, again, like I said, an opportunity I didn't have as a youngster. So think about how much better you guys will be than I ever could be. Have a great day today. Let's get back to the show. We got Rob Van Dam on the show today. I'm so excited. This guy was somebody that I grew up with watching in my 20s and 30s, seeing him do stuff that was amazing in the ring. Um, but I think you guys are going to want to pay attention to this because this is going to be a, a shock to you. Uh, he went through a low point in his life, and he talks about that point today in the show, and he talks about how he brought himself out of that. Um, and things that he noticed that might have triggered, not just triggered it, but signs that maybe he could have, I guess, uh, asked for help earlier. But like a lot of us, we don't ask for help. Uh, we think that we're, a lot of us are men that don't need that help. And so I think today is a great show for you guys to listen if you are got that roller coaster life and when you're feeling the ups and downs this is a good one for you guys to tune in for so let's do this let's bring in this superstar rob van dam oh is it gonna bother you if i smoke while i'm uh talking Freak, okay. no heck cool. no cool. absolutely not so no. question then yeah. i'm gonna start it out this way right now is what does um because CBD, I understand, is and 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 the research that it helps with um, body ache, and we're we're doing a heavy dose of CBD for my uh, older pup right now. But I also uh, do like this kind of mixture of CBD with a three-hour energy as well, and tons of people. Three-hour energy, you got the real deal. Okay. Yeah, so it's like it's like a, it's a boost. Plus, it has CBD, so it's like uh, a lot of my stunt buddies, they've been doing it for so long. Just, I mean, it, a stunt person's a lot like wrestling because you guys are just taking falls after falls, and so the aches and pains. Is that anything that you do that for? Is it, is it help you with any kind of aches and pains, or is it just more relaxing? Well, CBD or just... Or, or, or smoking or yeah. anything. Yeah, so... Um... So the, the easiest way to answer is um, I feel like I'm at my best, like it makes a better me. And, and that's in a very well-rounded way. Um, I explain it from a spiritual aspect, which I don't hear many athletes do. But um, when I smoke cannabis or use it, it um, increases my spiritual vibration. It, it puts me at my best. It does block negative energy such as pains 
jet lag. Maybe I got an upset stomach. You know, maybe I haven't. Maybe I haven't. You know, had, took a international flight. I got to be at my best when people are expecting to see me. When I'm here um, in my house, you know, I could be relaxing, but I still feel like I'm uh, like I'm elevating my spirit, and I and I'm always working on being the the best me. You know, between mind, body, and spirit. Um, I went through some uh, a very low period. Uh, 2016 was was really an experience for me. You know, where I really grew up by going through a big depression, having to rebuild myself, which meant rebuilding my priorities. And at that point, uh, my spirit really became uh, my number one. I mean, I was working on my mind, I was working on my body, like most people do. But I realized my spirit was so sick. Um, and, and after that. And still to this day, that's priority. So sometimes, you know, it might be something that I think, oh, this, you know, maybe it'll be like uh, do, the guys want me to do a shot with them. And I don't, I'm not into shots, but I'm like, yeah, you know what? It would increase my mood right now. You know, it might not be the best if I was just thinking from a body perspective or whatever, but boom, just for example. But, um, you know, uh, a lot of athletes have, claimed that they feel it's uh, cannabis is like anti-inflammatory effects. I've, I've never really noticed that. I know that it is known to do that. Uh, but for me, that's the best way to describe it is I feel like it elevates me, um, puts me at my best where I'm exuding positive energy because that's, that's what your vibration does. You know, you exude that. That's how people perceive you. And so that's, so that's, that's really, um, uh, why I enjoy doing it, uh, and and it, you know, yes, also it's it's with uh, with the pain. It helps with just you know um, being in a in, in a, a bad mood. Um, there's there's a lot of things that when you break it down to how it affects your spirit, it's all the same anyway. It's just negative energy. It just lowers my vibration, so I'm always conscious of that. I stay away from people that lower my vibration. Um, and for better or worse, because that also does make it hard to do a lot of adulting like taxes and stuff like that, because I want to avoid it. And, you know, um, and I'm always late for everything because I cram everything that I have to do into the shortest amount of time so that I can experience that that level of vibration as little as possible. Um, and that makes it hard probably for people to travel with me and stuff because because I'm like that so much. Um, yeah. Yeah, I understand that I, I am a, a natural homebody. I like my routine. I like my four o'clock workouts in the morning. That way there's less people around. So I understand that. And I, I'm a lot like you. I see there's uh, some pups running around. I got I got three little uh, huskies. Well, not little, but I got huskies. So I, I get that home negative free kind of spirit. I understand that. And I like hearing that uh, it sets you up to make a better you question and not, you don't have to talk about this at all but the the downside i think uh society always goes with hey if you're a superstar there is no downside um but i think all of us go through it at some point in our lives and i know i have you were talking about 216 could you elaborate on that or do you not want to talk about what happened oh, sure. at 216 sure. um so uh, in 2016, I, uh, I got separated. 
um, it was actually the end of 2015. Um, so I fought the divorce uh, the whole way, just out of commitment. Now, looking back, of course, now that I have the bigger picture, thank you for leaving. You know what I mean? I'm so glad. But at the time, I felt like I'm failing, you know, so I, I felt like uh, so that I could respect myself all the way till the end. I, I wanted to stay, you know, um, committed. And, um, and, and I did, you know, and, and tried the whole way. So um, anyway, she left all of a sudden. Um, I, I'm not wrestling as much. I got this big, empty, cold house now just to myself to think. And all I had was this little dog. And um, uh, boom, the dog dies. Four years old, out of nowhere, like took her to get her teeth cleaned. She did to surprise me when I was out of town. Uh, and they, the anesthesia killed the dog. And I was so attached to that dog. I was like, literally, like it felt like my only happiness. Because when you get depressed, you know, your perception, your perspective is completely off. Um, and, and my dad wasn't doing real good. And I started telling myself, the narrative I was telling myself was like, dude, if something happens to my dad, I can't handle it. I, I'm going to be so f***ed, you know, because I'm not recovered from this shit yet. So what happens? Boom. Then I lose dad. And then, you know, uh, 2006, that was in February of 2016. Between December and February, all that happened. And it was, you know, it was one of those challenges from life. So I, I was really down. And, and you know, people, it's important that people realize that everybody goes through these things. But, of course, I knew I'm always going to be RVD. I'm always going to get love in wherever I go. It doesn't seem to matter when all you see is that darkness, like you're surrounded like with this shroud and it's like, it doesn't even matter. Like nothing matters. And so I, I was down there for a while and I drank a lot during, uh, during that time period. So um, yeah, I had a very interesting rock bottom. What started, I guess you would say, because, uh, Again, I agree with you. It, it happens. It happens to everybody. It doesn't matter that you're a famous person and the world knows you. Feelings are feelings. It, it, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you don't have the feelings and get crushed. How did you, how long, I guess, can I, if I, if you don't mind being That's open true. about it, but how long were you down? How long were you like in that darkness and spinning out of control in that sense? I would say, Maybe uh, maybe like a year and a half, considering, you know, a few months up to it was a steady decline downhill. And um, uh, and it took a while. Like, you know, my uh, my now wife, Katie, she helped me so much. Life is so, so great with her. Like, I can't even describe how awesome she is and how, how we click and how just everything is is great about life and fixed. But when I didn't even know that like right at first, like it took several months because to still you know, come we, out of that. And we were still, and we were seeing each other maybe once every couple of weeks for a while, long distance kind of thing, you know? So I was, when she met me, I was there and, and I was still there for a few months. When you were, when you were down there, what turned, what started the turnaround? What started pulling you back out of that? And did your father pass away during that time? He, he, uh, at, towards the beginning, he did. So, you know, the marriage, was, the marriage, yeah, the marriage was a long time in the wrecking. So that was, you know, maybe like five years of just getting worse and worse and worse. Me feeling like the more I'm out on the road, the more I'm neglecting the home that I need to fix. And that was, that was very troublesome. And, 
and then um and then yeah it was like shortly after she left and the dog died then he died and it was like uh that was towards the beginning of the of the lowest point so um what made me start turning around i mean i i there were several times where i was like dude this has to be rock bottom and i'm sure okay. I, a lot of people can relate to that too where i was just like wow i can't believe you know what i did last night or whatever and then uh, there was one time where i really did hit rock bottom where i couldn't uh, you know it was it was amazing amazing um waking up from a blackout and poof and uh I was in a VIP room in a strip club with like three strippers around me doing Coke. They gave me Coke to wake me up. I just felt this stinging in my nose. You know, I didn't even know like, whoa, I'm looking around and they're like, money, money, money. You owe us like six grand or something. It's like, whoa, what? And I was, I was so ashamed of myself. I hated myself so bad. I went through the biggest like spiritual hangover. Um, and that was, that was actually right when I met Katie. So, you know, uh, just life getting better and better with her um, was a big thing. And, you know, uh, full disclosure, I also got medicated. You know, it was one of the hardest things to do. It's hard for everybody. People don't, you know, ah, you don't need that. Shit. Just it's all in your mind. You got a great life. But, dude, mental, uh, uh, mental illness and mental health, a lot of it has to do with brain chemistry. And a lot of us just have different uh, brain Wired chemistry. differently. Yeah, and medicine is great. That's why I've always been pro-drug but anti-abuse, and that confuses people because drugs have a bad name. Nancy Reagan told us, just say no. And it's like, uh, drugs, get away, it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you try and have surgery without drugs, right? Come on. I mean, they're, yeah. it's great. And I anyway, think uh, I was just watching some stuff, and I – Somebody was talking, somebody I very, very much respect when it came to nutrition. I know this is outside the ballpark. This is why everybody could relate to this is that the person was saying that he likes butter and he puts butter on his toast and butter uh, in a small amount is good for you. And he gets bashed for it from the (laughs) vegan world going, that's terrible. And that's something as simple as butter people get upset about. So I can't imagine if you got something going on chemically in the mind. And we're just all wired differently that taking something that helps is is something bad. I I agree with you. I've known too many people that committed suicide in my long life. Luckily, I've had a long life, but they've taken themselves. You and me both. Like, I can't imagine how long my list of friends is. I think a lot of people know that that was very common for wrestlers to die young. uh, And for my generation and, and mostly... It's uh, either intentional suicide or it's an accidental drug overdose. You know, that's that's really what made me start uh, getting into studying CBDs and wanting to start my own line uh, and and really, really get behind it. So, um, Uh, first of all, thank you. Thanks for opening up about this. I think it it takes sometimes somebody at your stature uh, that's that's been to the pinnacle, the biggest mountains in the world in the sense of. Uh, society and and to talk about the downside and the things that happened to everybody and so also also during this time i was shooting a documentary um it was supposed to be be me doing a a tour for like seven or ten days a stand-up comedy tour on the road and it was but i showed up concussed and uh, this was november of 2016 
And um, we were filming it, but I had double vision. And I'd never had uh, concussion symptoms last longer than, you know, the evening. Usually it's a couple seconds. Yeah. Once in a great while, you know, it'll last the rest of the night. But uh, the whole tour, I, I was seeing two of everything. And, and we filmed it all. And the documentary's um, content and, and meaning became something different, you know. But um, that was at the end there when I was pulling out of my uh, my rock bottom uh, moments. Like I said, that was just just uh, just right then. So you can it's the movie is called Headstrong, and it became about concussions. I learned a lot more about CTE and about. Um, uh, trauma from uh, concussion uh, concussion syndrome and, and, and the likes. And I learned a lot more than I ever expected to uh, about that. But I had like double vision for the better part of two years. I had vision therapy, all kinds of stuff. It was crazy. I'll, I'll make sure to put a, a link for you guys to be able to watch that. And also, I understand. It's on Amazon. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But also, I understand. And this is why I wanted to kind of uh, you have your own podcast and so I'd love to let the fans know that. And so to make sure to follow you and, and check out your podcast and everything that you got going on. Um, yeah, well, just just a know. side note, we're not even close to being done yet. Okay. No, no, um, I, yeah. I got, I got so much more to, to get. I, got, I think it's I got, uh, Katie's Katie's gone. She's wrestling in new Orleans today. So uh, I got time. I got a couple of doobies rolled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, one thing yeah, that, so yeah, yeah you, can follow, you can keep up with me everyone can at on, on youtube at the real rvd i'm at the real rvd on all my social media um and um you know i i have done uh you know i've done rvd radio i've done rvd tv rvd live over the years i've done like so many different things uh, like that and uh and right now um you know i try to document like we have pretty exciting life we go places on the weekends you know i'm still wrestling still uh, taking uh, uh, bookings, doing autograph signings at conventions, and sometimes stand-up comedy, uh, acting, whatever. So um, that's how you keep up with me. And um, one thing I do is called RVDology. I love telling stories. And in RVDology, I've got a bunch of episodes. I talk about one quality that I would like to present um, and, and, and put my impression upon it. You know, I think it's a great idea to be accountable. This is why. And I come up with a lot of uh, things that I hope people can understand. You know, if your buddy borrows your car, you want him to be accountable. If he wrecks it, he's going to take care of it. You know, he's not accountable if he's coming up, if he's not able to do that. And I always I end them with um, stories that no one's ever heard of before. And um, I, I love doing that. I'm also putting bigger stories together for for the big book project, and um, and and some of the shorter stories that I think are more suitable for for the uh, public consumption. Uh, people that didn't buy the book, I'm throwing them up there under RVDology. Having a lot of fun with it, and and I love the feedback. You know, I love it, man. Yeah, you're 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 very active. You're into it. You're doing it. Is this also help you? Is it become a like a a, a new passion for you? Mostly the stand-up. I know how tough improv like that is, stand-up comedy. That's such a different level. Um, so, so with stand-up, I'm so comfortable, uh, and you can see that on YouTube too. You can look up my, you know, stand-up comedy, and you can, you can see I got several of my um, stage 
times up there. I don't want to say acts or sets because every time I go up there and I try and do something different because that's what I get out of it is coming up with a creative perspective, imagining people would laugh at it if it's delivered a certain way and then getting that instant gratification. So I've been doing that for a long time, uh, but not constant. So I think my first time was maybe in 2006, um, but several months might go by in between and then I might jump up once or twice and several mo more months. So it's not, you know, it's not like I'm a veteran, but I'm very comfortable. And uh, definitely it's one of those things where over time um, I got better and better with, uh, um, you know, uh, better material and or just uh, everything that you get better at. You know what I mean? We talked, yeah. about, talked about this yesterday. I'm sure my very first times would be cringy for me to watch, just like acting for my first several times, you know, and I got all my experience on camera. I was, I was telling you yesterday, watching my first wrestling matches would probably be cringy. Um, but since I've been validated and vindicated in that, in that arena, maybe not so cringy, but in the other areas where you're not validated, that makes a big difference. It makes it, you know, especially if you're one of your own worst critics, it's hard to watch. Yeah. You know, I relate with all that. I fully, I fully, I, I don't know if I can still, I, I see early gladiator stuff or early battle dome stuff. So I love battle dome, bro. I love battle dome. It was fun, man. We got to knock heads. It was, it was probably one of my f most fun. Um, yeah. If you are confused about training, do not worry. That's what the Titan training plan is for. For you guys to subscribe to this plan, you also get the additional coaching from me in the Titan private group. Get in there today, and I cannot wait to start working with you and making your dreams come true. Let's get back to the show. And that's what I loved about wrestling is that you guys were uh, athletic, especially you. I loved what you did and how you did it. Uh, and then you had a great look. I mean, you were like the stud coming out and doing these uh, these kicks and everything. I was like, that's a badass. So I, I was a fan from the start. Um, it's crazy that um, I would go down in history in a lot of people's minds as being one of the more athletic, if not the most athletic. A lot of people tell me, um, it, wrestler, because like, through, through school, I was just a goof off. You know, I didn't join any school sports or whatever. I wanted to be a pro wrestler, and so I was just focused on that. I joined wrestling, but then quit because I wanted to gain weight, not lose weight. And then um, I was just trying to lift and uh, doing martial arts after school on my own. But I definitely wasn't athletic, but I just it feels to me like I made this business decision to be this athletic guy. And that was what I obviously had an affinity for. I mean, that, that's what was cool to me was seeing the flips and the, and the and the cool spin kicks and stuff. So also doing stuff I hadn't seen before. That was always important to me. I think that's I would draw me to you because I grew up in a martial arts family. And so that was something that was uh, uh, allowed for us to start at such a young age. And I really respected mostly a good sized guy doing it with muscularity. And so that's what I what I liked about you and others in the wrestling that could move that were good sized guys that could do that and to that level it's just it's, it was great showmanship still People doing it tuning in to do it so I'm still doing it <laughs> i love i love that is there is there something cuz we were talking yesterday and the one thing that i liked is that we keep 
we keep aging, um, or as you would say, we keep getting older, but we don't have to get old. And so there's this change of the mindset that we keep going and trying to grow and get better as a person, I guess you would say, or, or understanding more what life is really important and keeping the crowd around us smaller, more real people that will talk to us and, and be kind and don't take, like you were saying, people that don't take the energy from you, but maybe give energy and you guys give it back and forth compared to it's the person. It's so important. You. It's so important. People don't realize if they don't really study their own energy, they don't study how other people affect them. And a lot of people live their normal day in a very stressful environment. And I mean, if that's what works for them and that's their life, there's a lot of screaming, a lot of arguing, a lot of work involved, whatever. That's just not my way. And, and that's going to age you quickly. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I fully agree with that. And that's, that's something that I, I think I've learned more and more. I've always been somewhat of a, a loner. Just me and my pups is kind of my, always been my mentality just because of the schedule I live. I always have trained at four in the morning, always done the health and fitness world and then everything else built on top of that. But when you, someone at your level and having to travel, when you go to these shows, everybody's trying to grab onto you and take a piece of you. And that's got to be draining after years and years and years. And to everybody, you're just this celebrity and they just want a piece of you relative to cohesiveness, I guess you would say, or the give and take of good energy in, good energy out kind of a aspect of it. Well, the Depends on what people you're talking about, because when it comes to the fans, you know, they really give nothing but love. And, and that's awesome that I can count on that positive energy coming in. You know, other people like this douche that uh, lives in Atlanta sees me as a celebrity and thinks I'm a target and then picks a fight with me and then doesn't like the results. And so now he's suing me for big money because he thinks I'm a big target. Uh, no, I don't. I don't really prefer that kind of treatment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could understand that, man. That was one of those those ugly things that you always hear about when you grow up and you start becoming somewhat of a name. Is like somebody's going to call on you and try to push you just so they can turn around and sue you like that. Yeah, but Mike, if I can elaborate on the love and the and the positive energy from the fans. Um, it, so I was, it, I was in uh, 2016 in uh, February, I was in Chicago and um, I was doing an autograph signing at a wrestling show. And I was there the night before driving around looking at uh, mafia um, historical sites. You know, that's that's my thing. I mean, I love I love uh, every documentary, every book about. La Cosa Nostra and their associates and stuff. But so, so anyway, they, some guys that were there in Chicago were driving me around to look at Sam Giancana's house and Mad Sam Stefano's house, you know, and see, we're running away to the railroad tracks where um, Frank Nitti shot himself in the head, you know, and then I got this message. My dad died. So what do I do? Um, you know, do I, what do I do? I was just like, I just sat there thinking and I had these guys. I said, you know, I stopped at one more thing. And I said, you know, I'm going to need you guys to throw me back to my hotel room. But um, I was like, do I cancel? Do my mom and does my mom need me? You know, whatever, my family. Uh, there was nothing I could do. And I decided that I was going to stay 
and do the signing and not even tell anybody and just count on that energy because I needed it to keep me up. So all day, you know, it's just, I would say, oh my God, RVD, thank you so much for coming, man. I grew up watching you, love you. Bam, let's take the picture, RVD. It's like, you know, all day of that. And it was like, it was so awesome. It took my mind off it. Uh, and, and that's just a good example, I think, where I can explain, you know, how real receiving that energy is uh, and, and, you know, how important it is. Yeah, I fully agree and fully understand that. Fully understand that. It's uh, get back in balance. You know? Yeah, it, uh, it's a pretty cool thing to be able to do what you love and it, inter it uh, motivates somebody that you've never met before that's around the world or, or, you know, on the other side of the United States and they come to see you because this move you did or something you did. It's like you didn't even really know me, but I was watching you going, man, I wish I could do that. That's motivating to me. That guy's badass. And so it's cool that you get to do what you love and then it transfers and then it gives back. No, I really, I'm, I'm very fortunate, you know, that I chose the path that I did and that I was able to achieve the success and reach so many people. Uh, I've been doing it over, I guess, 30, 33 years or something now. And, um, it's, it, I'm way past that point that you're pointing out. Like I'm used to the fact that there's, you know, I've been on TV for so long. So I know there's people in countries that I've never even heard of that are like RVD and then playing me on their video game or whatever. And so that's just like, uh, that's just something that I, that I know is a fact, you know, and I, and I accept that. I still, I still never get tired of, of hearing it though. Like all day when I'm out in public, I get a lot of appreciation and, uh, and you know, that's, that's just, that's just always cool. People are like, man, doesn't that bother you that everyone's all, no, no, you know, not unless they're rude. <laughs> <laughs> they're rarely rude. <laughs> they're right. rarely rude. Right. right. They're always so appreciative. Mostly because so, they're, my, my evil ex, my evil ex, uh, would get pissed because they would like come in between us while we're walking and, uh, they don't even know they, they don't think they're ever going to, they don't expect to see, they probably don't even think I'm a real person watching me on TV. And then there I am. And I just lose all their shit and adults become little kids, you know, grown men become little boys. I, I I'm used to that, but yeah, there was one time in particular that she never forgave me for when uh, a fan sat uh, down at the table with us when we were having our anniversary dinner. That got me a lot of heat. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Um, with you now at this stage, what is the next goal for you to like spiritually and, and business wise? What's the, what's the big goal for you to do? Well, um, so spiritually, you know, I'm just, hopefully I'll always work on that ascension and trying to be, a better me. And I mean, I can't help it. I love finding ways to improve. And, and that goes back to like, I was talking about being when you're your own worst critic, there's so many, I still resent answers I made when I was like a kid or something. I remember like all these places in my mind that are stored in the awkward places where it's nothing that I should be punished for, but where I'm still like, man, I should have done this instead of that. Yeah. And right. That's what makes us, want to get better and improve and you know we we can enjoy the benefits of that if we're doing it successfully so 
I want to keep doing that. Um, I am a lot more cerebral than most uh, just wrestling fans would expect, but I hope that uh, I am able to help and reach more people that way by actually um, my perspective. You know, I have a different perspective being a nonconformist like I am. Um, I'm different in, in so many, so many ways. And, uh, and I wouldn't know unless people always pointed out to me how different I am and how unorthodox my moves are and how I'm cool and laid back, uh, but not the normal aggressive. I want to kill you. And just, you know, whatever. I don't like labels. I like just being me. I'm a platypus. You know what I mean? I've always identified with the platypus. Um, but um, I hope that because of that, that I'm able to help people from having my own different perspective, RVDology, my, my book, um, and, and wherever that could bring me. You know, wrestling, um, I, you know, I, I, I'm still doing it. And I like the fact that it makes me keep in top shape. If I didn't have a match every month or so, I'm not sure that I would like keep working out as hard, you know, if I didn't right. have to. And so I like that about it and the business end of it, obviously. But um, I really don't have goals, you know, like as far as how long I'm going to do it or not do it. I really don't even care. So we'll just see what happens there. Um, you know, and, and I've always said uh, consistency. Consistency has uh, been, been pretty good to me uh, for the last several years, so. Stay in it, stay in it consistent. Yeah, man. I appreciate you taking time today to talk about this, especially someone again at your stature to be able to talk about the downside and, and, and uh, everybody drops and your, your uh, struggle at that moment in time um, and coming out the other side and living a better you. Yeah. To, you know, to, to people that are um, so anti uh, meds, you know, cause I had a lot of people telling me, dude, don't do it. My, my sister started taking Prozac and then uh, killed herself, you know, and there's all kinds of stories, man, that was the hardest thing for me to do. I kept uh, picking the phone up and I would hang up and I pick it up the next day, maybe get a number or two and hang up. It was so long. It was such a process till finally I, I didn't hang up and I dialed. And my voice was so weak asking for help. You know, I was like, I, 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 I. that's what, that's what I remember being like, anyway, like I felt so weak and, and you know what? The meds work. They said it'd take about two weeks. And then after two weeks, all of a sudden I could talk about certain things that I just could not talk about Right. before without breaking down and uh and before the meds you know one of the things about depression when you're going through it sometimes i would just break out in public and start crying i have no idea it was coming i don't know if i've ever had that but that can be inconvenient but <laughs> yeah but at the same time it, it's great that you, you you're talked about it and so so many people out there that are dealing with this kind of stuff can yeah. actually seriously hear somebody as strong and badass as you talk about it and say, Hey, get some help. Ask for some help. At least ask for some help. Um, yeah. Same thing with there. Headstrong. With Headstrong, by the way, you know, I showed up to that comedy tour with double vision and I thought, I'm not going to tell people about this. You know, I'm sure it'll go away tomorrow. I'll be fine. And I'll continue my plans, but it never went away. And then I had to make that decision. Like, do I want to make this about my concussion and actually show the behind the scenes talks that we've been filming? Cause Everyone will see me so vulnerable, and here I am, a superhero. You know, like I, I, my whole career, I never told anybody if I was hurt, 
unless I had to because I could not physically continue. And that almost never happened. And so people think I was made of rubber and I was indestructible. And that was important to me, you know, especially in my generation. That was part of the job. You tell them you're hurt, you might not work. Someone else. You're out. Not. Yeah, forget that. So I had all that going into that. And then, I, you know, I was finally like, man, we're still recording me in therapy, vision therapy and seeing the neurologist and all this. And eventually, um, you know, I decided that's what we were going to edit the movie to, to be about. And we did. And then right away, I started getting all this positive feedback, like, man, that, that, that helped me so much knowing that you had to go through obstacles just like I do. And you come out being the whole effing show that makes, you know, and I, I get personal, like, tell me specifically, like, what decisions that help you with? Because I didn't know if they were bullshitting or not, and they weren't, you know. So that went right to my heart. So uh, I know that, like we said before, it's important for them to 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 know um, that we we relate to each other in places like this where they might not consider it, you know, like being depressed or having to go through some bullshit because. Uh, I try not to uh, uh, show it too much because uh, I have an image to uphold. We all do. Mine's a public image and, you know, it has a lot to do with how I make a living. So, um, you know, getting getting a chance like this to show them a sneak peek behind the curtains is awesome. Man, I, I appreciate it. And again, we'll let everybody know where to watch your documentary and where to follow you at. And again, thank you so much for taking time today. I truly appreciate that, my we'll friend. Put a link to my YouTube page right here. We're going to put it all over this place. We're going to tell them everything. Um, man, I appreciate you taking time today. Again, I was I was going to keep you on for a little bit, but it just, you got so many. Dude, um, I got time. I talk. Yeah, I know I give big you're answers. Amazing. You're amazing, and and to like I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate you. You give everybody hope just because uh, you look so awesome. I follow you on Instagram, and I'm just like, man, I I wish that I wanted it a fraction um, as much as as it would take to work that hard. You know, like to be that dedicated and work that hard. You know, everyone thinks like, uh, man, that'd be great to look that way, but obviously it isn't as important as a lot of other things to me or else I would work way, 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 way harder. And still, I'm sure I wouldn't know how to work half as hard as you do, but somehow just seeing you like gives everybody hope, you know, <laughs> I, I appreciate, I appreciate that so much. Thank you, man. Coming from somebody that I've watched forever and, and, and respect, especially the athletics and, and the superhero look um, and all you do. And then also just understanding that, uh, the, the downside of what you went through and coming out the other side. I think that gives, you know, at the end of the day for me, I think that's more important than me lifting or, or someone doing their athletics. It's the, uh, the hardship and coming out of it is, uh, and asking for help is a beautiful thing. Uh, so I appreciate you doing and talking about that and going that deep with it. Most people don't want to go there and don't want to talk about it and don't want to say help. And uh, uh, that shows how much stronger than you are than, the average superhero. So I appreciate that. Uh, you know, everybody in my family, except me, has been on uh, antidepressants. Uh, my my dad was, my mom, my sister, my brother. So it's probably something genetic as far as the uh, 
the chemical imbalance in, in, in the head. And I always figured just because, you know, I smoked so much uh, cannabis, I always figured that maybe that I self-medicated myself. But when I think back, I think of so many times when I was by far the weakest one in the room. At funerals, like I'm bawling, just feeling bad for the family when I'm watching my friends get drop in the ground or whatever. Oh, it hurts so bad. But then I'm like, you know, why, why am I the only one that's like bawling, you know, and um, that, that I've noticed like, and I think back and a lot of those might be like flags and stuff, you know, and it's like, uh, Hey, I hope not. We're all wired different. No, but I'm just saying we're all wired different. I'm the guy that always cries at that stuff. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that you, I I think most people say that you wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. um, and uh, you say how it is, and you you don't you don't sugarcoat things. You say like it is, and the way it is. And I, I appreciate that. I try to break all this down on RVDology, also on my YouTube page. Guys, get I, over I, there, watch I, this, check the channel out. Let me know, man, text me. Let me know if you get a chance to see any of it because I just did one on. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I did one on empathy, <coughs> and there's so much to talk about with empathy and, and oh, the yeah. lack of empathy but um and that's yeah i will we're gonna check out that movie uh your documentary we're gonna watch it all it's strong on and, amazon uh, was on I, I will be in touch again to let you know when this is rocking and rolling so that we can uh we can get out there and help people i, I thank you for this discussion brother awesome. let's stay in touch i thank you bro I've learned a lot over the four decades of health and fitness and being in the trenches with the greatest in the world. And one of those things I've learned a lot more about and how to build better muscle is nutrition and how it has changed over the decades. And that's why I have the Titan meal plan for you guys out there that are confused about nutrition. I'm going to set you straight. Get a hold of me today. The link will be in the comments down below for you guys. Everybody, get over to the Titan Meal Plan, and I'll see you in the Titan Crew, where I will fine-tune any difficulties that you're having. What a superstar. What a great guy to be able to, uh, first of all, just do what he's done. Uh, I've been a fan, like I said, forever, and it was because uh, of Obviously, he looks great, but he came out and he moved like nobody that I've seen in the ring like that. And it was something cool for me growing up as a martial artist. I was like, okay, this is my this is my guy getting out there and kicking ass and doing what he does in the way he did it. So, again, I'm going to put down the link for you guys all here to be able to watch the documentary, follow him, uh, stay in touch with him. And, you know, he's he's that kind of superstar that's out there that – talks to his fans so you know if you're feeling something and and you're depressed or you're feeling uh emotional at a time maybe reach out and and uh see if you can't have a discussion with him on uh getting a supportive ear on somebody that's dealt with it and gone through it at such a a level man thank you guys this is the michael hearn show here on generation iron i will see you next friday